Famichi with Josh and Ricardo. Hello, how are you guys? Today's episode, we're going to talk about Justice League and release the Snyder Cut. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so excited for this. So we've gone back and forth about the the Snyder Cut and what we were hoping to see and um, what the trailers have been so far. And I got to be honest with you, and you know, I told you before that I haven't really watched the trailers for good reason, trying to avoid the spoilers that may come out of it. I watched like the first two and I did watch the very last one. But whatever ones that is set in between, I've I've avoided those. Have you watched all of the trailers yet? I have watched all the trailers multiple times, um, so I I'm I'm fairly versed in them. I I I tried to stay away as much from spoilers and things that I didn't know about beforehand um, as possible. But I've watched all the trailers, and there are some spoilers in the trailers, so you know just be careful of the newer ones. Um, but before we go too far into uh, the release, the Snyder Cut and the trailers for the upcoming Zack version of the movie, the, the real version of the movie, maybe we should go back and talk about the, the original 2016-2017 release. Okay. That's the one that... Uh, did we go to the movies together? Of course, to yeah. We went, yeah, we went through the movies together for that one. I think... Um, uh, so... I guess we should give some background, right? I'm a big DC fan. I'm a big fan of Superman. Um, and you, Josh? I've been a Batman fan ever since I was little. Ever since you're... seeing Michael Keaton on the big screen at the drive-in. <laughs> he's downplaying when he says that he's a Batman fan. He has an entire full, full costume of this thing. You know, it looks really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> it hasn't been cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks awesome. And I will eventually get a chance to film a film a, a video with you in that costume doing a fight scene. I'm telling you, I'm going to get it from you. We will. But, yeah. But um, yeah, so the so the original one, um, you know, what did you feel about it? Like, what did you think about that movie? Actually, I don't think we saw that together. I think we saw Batman versus Superman because I think that's the one that we dressed up for. I think Justice League we watched on our own time or, you know, you know separately. What? Now that I think back at it, I, you might be right. I think so. Because I think we went to, yeah, we dressed up as our individual characters and went to the uh, the 40, the 40 um, theater for that one to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. We had some uh, other friends go with us. But yeah, that was the fun one because we did dress up for it. And uh, <laughs> I wore my uh, my uh, uh, costume for Goku, the, yes. the, the orange gi. I wore that underneath <laughs> the <Yes>. Batman suit. <laughs> I uh, I remember the embarrassment of trying to uh, to wear a Superman pajamas with a cape and walking into the uh, the theater that's crowded with all these people looking at us like, what are these guys doing? They look so goofy, but. <laughs> It was absolutely fun. It was really, really fun to do that with our friends, um, you know, you and everything else. It, it was really good. Um, but yeah, so, you know, maybe that's a good way to look at it. With When we watched Batman v Superman, you know, Man of Steel 
kind of started the whole um, DC universe kind of thing, right? And it wasn't necessarily meant to initially, but it started it. And it set the tone for what the future movies were going to look like and what Zack was trying to, I guess, kind of build here, right? This operatic kind of um, um, kind of uh, telling of the story of these heroes. And Batman v Superman, you know, was to continue on the strong footing that Man of Steel started. And Batman v Superman, you know, it had a direction that I thought was really, really good. Um, there were things that were taken out due to studio influences that detrimental to its theatrical um, release and, the, you know, the infamous Martha scene and whatnot. But overall, <laughs> yeah. I think, you're right. Overall, though, I think the movie was really, really good. The tone was good. The story that they were telling, the lead up that they were doing to Justice League was pretty good. Um, what were you thinking of that? I liked the movie. Um, there were some very uh, entertaining fight scenes. The the story. Okay, so I didn't have any issues with the story. There were moments in the story that just seemed kind of out of place, um, or I guess funny, like uh, like kind of like a cringe funny. Which the Martha moment is one of those. I mean, it, it makes sense. I, I I understand where it was, what it was meant to convey, but it, it's just I guess just the way that it came out. Um, I did not care for um, oh, what is his name? The the actor who played as Lex. He just didn't seem to to me didn't seem to fit the role too well. I guess I was expecting maybe a little somebody a little bit older, somebody a bit more mature in their um, villainry, and instead we got more of a somewhat psychotic sociopath type uh character and i'm not saying that that's bad it just it's just not what i was expecting to see and i'm pretty sure that has to do with the the exposure of lex through all of the animated movies and the uh you know justice league um animated series i didn't get to you know you, i got to see lex in a in a different light compared to or you know in the movie compared to the rest of the cinematic universe that we've watched so far. Um, but other than that, really enjoyed the movie. I did like the, um, the, the dark tones that, uh, that you got to see, you know, Superman's suit was granted it was blue, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a bright blue. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the tone of the world was darker. And I, I liked that. Um, Wonder Woman yeah, popping up at the end. That was cool. They got to play yeah. her music. That that was cool. You know, almost on everything I agree with you on, um, Lex Luthor, he was... I didn't I didn't dislike him because I, I kind of got the idea of what the the actor was trying to convey with him. He's a young... He's, a, he's not the Lex Luthor that we know from the comics. He's a... I think he's supposed to be the junior or the the son of that Lex Luthor in a way, right? That's how he's positioned. But he's supposed to become this person of uh, of, of, of utmost danger later on in the series. That's what I think Zach was going for. But I also didn't like the initial portrayal of of that Lex Luthor either. I thought it was very 
um, it was a little bit too psychotic. And Lex Luthor is psychotic, but it was a little bit too much. He he blended too much on the um, you know the theatrics of of being psychotic versus just being a menacing, very intelligent person. Um, sure. And the other part I didn't like was Doomsday. I I thought that. <laughs> So Doomsday is one of my favorite villains. He's a mindless killing machine, but he is a type of killing machine that he's depicted of being so destructive. And it takes everything and everything to kind of stop this thing. And, you know, so me personally, I wish they would have kept more of the look of the Doomsday from the comics. And I wish they would have not worried so much about the fan, the, the, the fan outrage, the fake outrage that comes from a lot of people who were complaining about, oh, there's too much destruction. I, I feel like they should have really lived into that for Doomsday. Doomsday should have been a just like a, a, a moving catastrophe, you know, like a, a like a walking hurricane. Um, so that that I didn't like, but overall, I thought the movie was good and it had a really good lead up into Justice League um, and what that movie was supposed to be, the team up of that movie. And so the buildup to Justice League was really, really good. You know, I thought that all the promotional materials were going well. The previews that they were showing in terms of, you know, bringing Cyborg and the Flash and, you know, it it seemed like it was going to have this intense, um, intense fights and just, it was going to be crazy. I thought it was going to be crazy. And Stephen Wolf was cool. He was a really cool... Easter egg at the end of um, BBS. Um, so his design was different and everything about that was like really cool. We we're going to get this like crazy next level alien that's going to come and wreck everything on Earth. And then there's dark side in the background. That was what the pre the, 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 the pre news and pre media stuff for Justice League was. And then halfway through that Zach's daughter passes away, sadly, um, due to suicide, and everything changes. You know, Josh gets brought in, and we think that the movie is going to basically be, you know, Snyder still. And Josh was just doing a couple of reshoots, but that's not what happens. You know, we end up finding out later on that he did what, 85% of the movie, he reshot like 85% of the movie, changing the dialogue and changing the scenes and everything, even including Superman and his costume and how it looks was changed and it was now more brighter and everything else. There was just a, a, a lot of things that we started noticing leading up to the release of the film that were scenes that were changing in the promotional materials and the trailers and it was like, uh, what is this? This doesn't seem right. You know, this looks a little weird. Um, but still thinking we're going to get Zach's style of movie. Um, what were you thinking on the lead up to it? Um, you know, that was, that was a while ago. I don't re remember too much about the lead up into it. I know when I saw the trailers for justice league, I was looking forward to it. Um, I actually only watched the theatrical release, I want to say twice. And then after that, every time that I've watched it has been 
the extended version or the ultimate version, whatever it was called, where they had uh, some extra scenes in it. Um, so I don't remember too much on how the theatrical release, uh, how, how it varied. I do remember that in general, there was a lot of information that you just, you had to know in order for it to make sense. Like one of the things about was about the mother boxes. Um, there wasn't much of an explanation and, and not, not expecting the movie to just, you know, have to explain everything. But I guess when it came to more of a, little bit more of a casual person watching or a casual viewer, it would have been nice to give just a moment more emphasis on what the mother boxes were. Um, and I re really didn't get that. And actually, and you're right, when, at the end of uh, Batman versus Superman about the Easter egg about that, um, which was really nice because I don't, because that wasn't in the theatrical release. Was it? I don't, I don't think so. It was. It was in the theatrical release when you got was to the it? end of it. Yeah. Oh, then maybe I'm confusing it. Maybe maybe I'm just thinking of Batman versus Superman as far as the the ultimate edition, where I've watched that more than I've watched the theatrical release. I may be confusing those two. Yeah. Um but either way, knowing what this knowing how uh Justice League played out, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I understand where you know a lot of the um, negativity came from when uh, you know uh, that people shared, had, you know the the pacing of the movie, the 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 way that the elements uh, of the story played out. I I get where people were coming from with that because I did read a lot of it. Um, overall, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It I still would say that Batman vs Superman was a better movie compared to that. And no, and finding out that how much of the story changed when the movie changed hands, that was disappointing to find out. So then seeing the movement, the petition uh, for releasing the Snyder Cut uh, came out, I, I jumped on that as well. And then just kept track as people uh as that movement started to grow and then eventually the announcement came out that we were going to get it yeah you know so i went to see i remember now that i went to see the theatrical release of justice league with my wife the day that it came out um i think i took off of work if I didn't, if I, I either took off of work to go watch it or I watched it right after work. But I went with my wife on premiere day to go watch it. And I've watched Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, you know, Batman um, v Superman, all these movies I've watched multiple times in the theaters because I really liked them. I thought they were good movies. You know, they might not be masterpieces in terms of like the greatest movie ever made, but I thought they were really good movies and they did my characters, my, my childhood characters pretty well. I went to the, the theatrical release for Justice League, and I remember when the first scene started, I was like, okay, you know, the infamous uh, mouth scene um, with Superman. And yeah. I remember initially when I saw it, I thought maybe it was just a filming of it, but it didn't take away anything from the moment, right? What was there? It just, I just thought, you know, maybe 
So bad angle. Were, yeah, bad <laughs> angle. Because we were sitting fairly close to the seat. The, the theater was packed, and we were sitting very close to the um, to the screen at that time. So I thought maybe it was just, you know, where I was positioned at was making it look weird. Um, but yeah, the rest of the movie, though, you know, as I'm watching it, the, the, the Batman scene at the beginning where he's going after the guy, which is a really well shot, really cool scene for Batman. That was all done by Josh, right? That was his scene. That's not a Zack Snyder scene. And I thought it was like one of the coolest scenes, right? And I was like, okay, that's really, really good. That set the bar for where the the movie was going to go. But then as the movie kept going, it just, the storylines didn't pan out right. And I think the thing that stood out to me the most was the jokes fell really, really flat. Like, they made no sense. You know? There were jokes in it where it... I don't know how to explain it. it just it didn't... It, it seemed out of place. Now, not... Forced? Yeah, it seemed really, really forced. There were some jokes in Batman v Superman. Shoot, there were some jokes in Man of Steel. They were subtle and very few and far between, but they were there. And they fit the the the, the tone of the movie. The jokes in this one just didn't really fit the tone of the movie. It didn't fit in. And that was one of the first things that kind of took me out of the out of the um the moment, you know, when they happened. It was like, okay, that was that was really, really corny. Why did you even do that? You know? But again, yeah. loving the characters, still trying to go with it. And as it, the movie kept going, it just felt like the the characters themselves weren't developed. There wasn't any weight behind any of the actual action scenes, right? It didn't feel like these were super-powered beings doing stuff. Um, Arthur Curry, Aquaman, his whole scene was so, like, cut, cut up that it, did, it didn't make any sense how it went from one part to the other part. It, did, it was just really, really janky. And I was like, okay, well... All right, they're together now. You know, that's literally what it was. It was like they just met. They're together now, and it was. It, it didn't feel right. Um, but again, I didn't feel like the movie was horrible. It was a passable movie. It was a good movie, for what it was. Um, you can also start to tell that there were some. Zach has a certain type of flair, to the way he frames his shots. And you can start to see that that was different. You know, you can see definitely where there were Zach shots and then where there was um, Josh, Josh Sweden's shots because they, they just, they have a different feel to them. They have a different move to them. And I've always, yeah, yeah you know, I've always liked the way Zach framed his, his scenes and the way the camera moves and the way the deliberate, you know, um, placement of, characters and backgrounds and everything else in it and tone. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning of justice league, when uh, Batman was trying to uh, get the scout to appear, that, that whole little scene was pretty cool. And actually it reminded me of um, justice league war, the animated movie. Yeah. Where he did the same thing in the beginning of that movie. He was chasing down a scout until um, Green Lantern got in the way. Man, 
think it was a Green Lantern. It was a while, it's been a while since I've watched that, but I'm pretty sure it was Green Lantern got in the way. Um, but same idea. And I, I thought, okay, if this is, maybe it's going to be similar to how war played out. And well, it, it really wasn't, it was nothing like, nothing like war. Um, not expecting that it was going to copy war, but war was a really good movie. Um, so I thought maybe that's where the influence may follow and it didn't. Um, overall, I enjoyed the characters. I especially like Ben as Batman. He did a very good job as that. Um, Henry is very good at Superman. Like they, they fit the molds very well. Um, Seven Wolf, he, I didn't like how he seemed like a baby or it was very um, mother. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to take away for what his purpose was because his purpose was all about the mother boxes, but there was just something about the, the, um, the coddling of it, I, I guess. He was just a seemed... giant old man, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. Terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Stephen Wolf, I don't know why they changed him. He it just it didn't it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Stephen Wolf was not a villain that I was afraid of. Um he was very generic in that sense because of the fact that there are things about him that were changed that made him um weaker. You know, in terms of like visual presentation, um it, his his vocals sound wonderful. Like the way he sounds is good, but his delivery was very operatic. You know, like it was some sure. guy on Broadway <laughs> doing it. Um, I I think the strong scenes of that movie were the Amazons, which I don't know why Zach hasn't directed or done a Wonder Woman uh, movie because. His and not Wonder Woman. I, I apologize. Not Wonder Woman, but an Amazon specific movie, because the way he 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 handles them, very three hundred, right? Because he's you know he was very good for three hundred, but he yeah. he handles them in such a way that it always inspires. It always brings like this bit of welling pride inside of me when the Amazons are on screen and they're fighting and they're yelling, you know. Um, which is what I'm going to bring up for, like, you know, when we get to the talking about um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the upcoming movie this um, this Thursday, you know, on one of the um, trailers for that and the Amazons and how they sound on that. But in terms of Josh's Justice League, again, they handled the Amazon really well. Um, a scene that I thought that they kind of squandered was the Superman resurrection scene. Like, it was really, really cool. And not cool at the same time. The Superman having that little, you know, eye that, you know, like the Flash was running by him and then suddenly his eye just kind of turned and looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember jumping out of my seat and going, oh, no. <laughs> In the middle of the theater, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> that was really cool. But see, that's comedy that is placed within the framework of the universe, right? And that works versus 
when they were on top of the rooftop and everybody disappears somehow and the Flash is just standing there going, oh, oh, they just do that, you know? It was such a corny, not well done scene that I'm just going, oh my God, that, that really, really dropped flat. You know, whereas that other scene with the eyes, that, that worked beautifully. Um, Actually, I liked that scene though. I like that scene with the flash on the rooftop. Yeah. Yeah. So corny. (laughs) Yes, it is. But the irony behind it, the fastest guy, and he was the only one that didn't move. (laughs) That's what's so funny about it. (laughs) You know what? I think, I think it would work if the delivery was better. It was just terrible delivery. Uh Um, And the audio for it was very dead. You know, maybe I'm downing it too much. Maybe I'm downing it too much. Like I said, I watched the the theatrical release one time. And after watching the theatrical release that one time, I remember leaving out wondering why the Russian family was there. It didn't make any sense to the the show. Why was this one family there? Um, Yeah, there was there, there were changes to it that just didn't make sense to me that stood out as like, you know, okay, that's pointless. Um, But overall, I watched it and I left with it feeling, okay, this was a good movie, but I didn't watch it again. And I remember going home and immediately starting to research, like, am I crazy? Was that the movie that I just watched? I mean, I don't know how to feel about it. And finding out, you know, over time that, it really wasn't Josh's movie and hearing the background changes and everything else that happened. And immediately then, even before the Snyder cut movement per se started, you know, there were already talks amongst the fans and saying, no, 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 no. We need to know what happened. We need to see the Snyder version of this. Where's the Snyder version? Where's Snyder's, um, uh, color grading. Where the where the preview clips that were were filmed? We know they exist because they're in the trailers. You know where are these pieces that we know are there? What's going on? And it just kept building and building. And you know, I support whenever possible with it. Just like yeah, and spreading the word and everything else. And lo and behold, as time went on, it was like, wait, this might be a possibility having the entire media landscape tell you it's never going to happen. It's not yeah. going to happen, you know? And I, I watched the, I was on the DC. Um, I got an invite. Cause I, again, part of being part of the Snyder, the Snyder cut movement, I ended up getting an invite to the DC fandom when, um, with Zack Snyder doing the actual, um, he was doing the, uh, what the hell do you call it? He, he was doing a panel and he then dropped the hint that potentially the Snyder cut might be a thing, you know? And I remember being on this thing, watching it with the other folks on there and like losing my crap going, no, it's not real. It's, it really could happen. And then I think over the course of like a month or two, it just went like a wildfire. And then that's, you know, he does another fandom or, you know, another uh, panel, and there he goes. Snyder Cut's real, and we might get it. We just need to be a little louder um, up until the first trailer. And 
remember talking to you about it and you telling me you don't want to see any of the trailers because you don't want to ruin it for yourself. Yeah. Yep. I think that was after, pretty sure it was after the second one. Well, there's been a, there's been a few trailers where it was like the same trailer, but they changed the color scale. Yeah. So like, I, I remember watching that one and there wasn't anything new about that. I mean, there may have been one or two scenes in there that may have been a little bit different, but uh, for the most part, really have been trying to avoid uh, anything that could spoil the experience. Cause I, I want to go in on Thursday and watch this or, you know, watch from home um, with an open mind. I'm, I'm not going to, ex- I'm not going to expect, I don't want to go in expecting something um, and then potentially be disappointed out of it. So I'll just take it for what it is, and then we'll—I'm sure—we'll talk about it after after we both watch it. Who knows? We'll probably be super hyped after it's all done, and like, dude, that was awesome. Or WTF? What was that about? <laughs> but although a lot of the the reviews that have come out so far has been pretty positive, so you know, without giving any kind of spoilers away, the reviews have been pretty good. So there's um. There is some there is some hope to seeing what we should have seen before. Oh, okay. I just want to bring up a, a one of the other funny scenes that I thought was funny and well placed. But we'll see what you think on it. Where <laughs> Aquaman was accidentally sitting on the lasso of truth, and he started just confessing. And everybody's just listening to him. And then eventually, you know, they kind of hint towards him like, hey, you're sitting on the rope. (laughs) Do you remember that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I thought that was I thought that was a funny little part that was put in there. Um, It seemed like a Zach part the way it was filmed. But it it was it was a funny little it was a funny little um, a funny little moment that I hope that they keep in this one. Um, if it's actually part of his, you know, his vision thing for it. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, about uh, the original Justice League, really. Um, Because while I say it's a good movie and everything, um, I ended up buying it. So I've been buying the whole collection of these, you know, to add to my movie collection here. And I, when I watched it the one time in the theater, I told myself that I wasn't going to watch it ever again. um, Because I was that, I felt that dejected by the fact that the directorial direction that I've been expecting didn't pan out. And it took me almost, God, uh, almost two years to buy it. So you, so you're saying that you thought it was a good movie, but not good enough to watch again. Yeah. I didn't want to watch it again. I I didn't feel I thought it was a good movie in the sense that it was a movie that you can go and watch and, you know, just be like, okay, I watched it. It was, it's over with. Um, But I didn't, I didn't get the same way I had it for Man of Steel. Like Man of Steel, I went to the theater like four or five times to watch it. You know, I really love that movie. I watched it in IMAX four or five times. Batman v Superman, I watched four or five times in the theater. 
Um, I've watched both of these movies multiple times at home. Wonder Woman, multiple times in the theater. You know, so I like the way the movies were done to the point where I will watch them multiple times. I watched this one, and I, I'm telling you now, I watched it, and just, there was nothing. I was really torn inside on what to feel about it because I was expecting so much from Justice League that I just didn't get that seemed like it was being built up. And so, yeah, it took me, I think it took me almost two years. I didn't buy the, the DVD. <clears throat> I bought the Blu-ray for it. Sorry, not DVD. I bought the Blu-ray for it last summer. You know, and I watched it. I told myself that I would buy it. I would, I would get over my, my feelings. And I knew that uh, the Zack Snyder's version of it was coming. But I said, I'll, I'll buy the original just to have it in my collection. Right. And okay. I decided to open it and watch it. Um, thinking that if I gave it enough time between when I initially watched it and now, that maybe my feelings would I would be more open to watching it, right? And I remember sure. watching it that second time and calling you. Because I've only watched it twice. I've, I watched it the first time and I watched it the second time. I remember calling you and saying, you know, it's not that bad of a movie. It's passable. It's not, you remember, I don't know if you remember me calling yeah. and saying that to you. Yeah. And I was like, you know, maybe it wasn't as horrible as I thought it was. You know, maybe it wasn't as horrible as I thought it was. And then the first trailers for Zack Snyder's Justice League came out and I was like, no, 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 no. It's it's as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, I think before Thursday, well, I guess that means tomorrow, I'm going to watch Justice League again so that way when we're when we're done watching the Snyder cut, I'll have a uh, a fresh memory of comparison. Um, still, intention is to go into the Snyder cut with an open mind, but still being able to recognize whatever the differences may be, and that you know, I'm I'm assuming there's going to be drastic changes to this. Uh, with some familiarity to it, but we'll we'll see. Um, Have you seen Darkseid? <laughs> uh, yeah. He has Omega beams. I, you know what? That's the one trailer I've been trying not to watch because I don't want to see how it looks until I watch it. I unfortunately saw like a screenshot or something where it. it I saw his uh, the uh, the laser one. path. Don't no, I this. okay. Okay, I just saw one little screenshot of it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> Look, everything about what we've shown in the trailers for Zach's version, Zach's original vision, makes you wonder why they cut it. I can't, for the life of me, understand why they cut it because the trailers alone, and again, trailers don't really speak volumes to based off of the reviews that are coming back, even the negative reviews that are coming back. The negative reviews that are coming back is it's long. It still has the overall, um, you know, the overall timeline of the original movie, right? You know, 
they still fight Steppenwolf and they still defeat Steppenwolf, even though there's some other changes, right? But yeah. even even those talk about how the movie, you know, that the characters are more fleshed out. That it makes more sense now. The mother boxes are explained. There's more heart to the movie. The action scenes are stronger, but it's just, but it's overall the same movie, right? That's what the negative reviews I've been reading are, you know? And then the positive reviews are those exact same things that are just stated now going, okay, no, no, no. I don't dislike Zach, so no, these are actually positive things. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like I feel like the movie is different. The tone is different. The direction is going to be different, even though it's going to have the overall same outcome. I feel like there's so much more being done in this that it's it's just going to be better. Um, the scene, there's the, the trailer scene where um, Wonder Woman picks up the arrows, and in the background you hear the Amazons chanting i don't know this one. Oh my god okay it's not gonna it's not gonna ruin it for you it's not gonna ruin it for you okay okay, okay. i promise it's not gonna ruin it for you but the one woman's holding the arrow and the amazons are in the background they're just like chanting in the background and um the, the, what the chant is show them your fear um you know and and the amazon yell yells back we have no fear and the way it's done and the way it sounds, it like it hits you in the gut, like, oh my God, it's such a powerful short statement, but the concept behind it that they're facing Steppenwolf, they're facing annihilation by this godly being, right? And here they are, you know, standing strong, fighting, and the way it's ah, it's it's really, really cool. <laughs> I, I just really like it. I like the direction, and it's such a different direction from, again, what Josh did with the with the show. It's it, the tone is different. Yeah. Do you plan on watching it Thursday? Man, I bought two extra tower speakers to add to our, <laughs> to add to our theater. So they're it's it's so janky because the cords are so naked on the floor. Um, I need to cover them up or hide them into the walls. But you know how we have we have a seven point one already in that in the theater room, right? Yeah. So it's seven point one plus we bought two tower speakers with two additional subwoofers to go with the Polk giant subwoofer that I have. Um, it's a beast. <laughs> I'm planning on turning this thing up and going deaf in this room. Okay, I want to. Ah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Audio is a really important part of a movie, along with the visuals, but audio can make or break a movie easily, where visuals, not so much, you know? Um, but audio can really ruin a movie for it. So I, sure. Yeah, so I want to have, like, the the most ridiculous audio setup I can make. That's cool. That That's cool. <laughs> is, uh, is your wife going to watch it with you? Uh, I hope so, but I told her that if she comes to watch it with me, she cannot talk. And she cannot interrupt, or I'm kicking her out of the theater room. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm kicking you out. I don't want to hear nothing. Get your snacks ready. Get everything ready. Okay. I bought HBO Max just for this. <laughs> oh, thank you, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm, all I did was suggest that you go get HBO Max yourself. Yes. That's yes. I, I, I thank you for that. 
recommendation. You are welcome, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh my god. But yes, I am going to be watching it Thursday. I don't know what time is premiering, but if it's early in the day, I might have to take off. I don't know. I have vacation days, but I might have to burn half a day for this. Okay. It's a four-hour movie. Oh, I'm just saying. I didn't think about taking a half day either. That's a good idea. Hey, it's a four-hour movie, and I plan on watching it twice before the end of the weekend. So Okay. I figured I was just going to watch it after work. My wife's supposed to watch it with me, but I'm counting on her falling asleep within the first hour. That's just that's just what she does when she watches movies with me. Yeah. I mean, these kinds of movies. She fell asleep at, oh, I want to say it was The Dark Knight <laughs> with Christian Bale. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was The Dark Knight. And she fell asleep within the first hour. And then when the movie was all done, I'm like, wow, that was a good movie. And she just woke up. I'm like, come on. That was a waste of a ticket. His gravity <laughs> voice didn't keep her awake. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's that's just what she does. She falls asleep when we watch movies. So I'm used to it. But I plan on watching it in my office and then have the surround turned up and snacks and stuff at the ready. And probably after the two hour mark do a short intermission you know bathroom break or whatever depending yeah. on what's depending on the mood at the moment well i have um i i've i've contemplated buying a even better projector system just for this i actually went to best buy like several times in the last um in the last couple of weeks just to see about buying a whole new projector that's an even better projector um, yeah. I've, I've talked myself out of it and I, and I settled on the speakers instead, but I, I, I don't want anything to ruin it. And it sounds kind of weird and corny, but you know, I'm a big DC fan. I'm a big fan of these characters and I'm a fan of where Zach was taking Batman. I'm not even a Batman fan per se, but I really, really like Zach's Batman. I thought it was really awesomely done. Um, I really liked um, Henry Cavill as Superman and, you know, Gal Gadot, when she was announced as Wonder Woman, I was in support of her from the get-go because I thought she looked like her. You know what I mean? And I thought she was too skinny. Yeah, I remember like you told wise, me. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. No. She, I mean, looks-wise, she was fine, but build-wise, I didn't think she was the right fit, but she, she sold it. Yeah, she sold it. And, you know, uh, she looks like the Wonder Woman that, that's been drawing now in the New 52 anyway. And But either way, all the characters... I thought that they all, with the exception of um, of a uh, Flash, no, not Flash. Actually, <laughs> I like Flash. Flash fit his Flash fit his character. His runs a little weird, but if that's the character, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that wrist throw that he does is so awkward. <laughs> he's he's trying to mimic uh, ice skaters or speed skaters or whatnot. But no, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor was just a. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor was a very, um, I think he was a more controversial character than the um, than the Joker, Jared Leto's Joker. Because Jared Leto's Joker, I actually liked him. People hated Jared Leto's Joker, and I'm like, no, he's actually kind of cool. Like, he, he's not that bad. Okay, he's not that bad. I don't think he had enough screen time to. Uh... To really do anything, I didn't care for him. He, 
his his character didn't stand out to me. I mean, other than that exaggerated laugh that he had. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Uh, we should come back and do a, um, you know, a debrief of the of the movie after we see it and see if you know if our opinions hold up. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Well, you want to wrap this one up? Uh, sure. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us on today's episode. Uh, please reach out with any questions, suggestions, or just to talk about the episode. Uh, we do read all comments and messages and would be happy to hear from you. Uh, until next time, this is Amici with Josh and Ricardo. Have a good night.